Welcome to the Worship Leader Essentials Podcast brought to you by Worship Catalyst. We are here to help leaders learn how to do more with less. For more information or engage with us, please visit worshipcatalyst.com. We're so glad you're here today. Let's learn together. Hi, Austin Ryan here for another episode of the Worship Leader Essentials Podcast. And uh, just super excited to be able to uh, talk to you today about really one thing. And, um, you know, I get asked questions all the time and our mentors for Worship Catalyst and for one of our training uh, sessions called Worship Leader Essentials, um, we always give opportunity. In fact, we encourage question asking. And I think if you've listened to this podcast uh, pretty consistently, you know that um, question asking is something that we push everybody to do because once we quit asking questions, questions, then we quit learning. We've kind of made a decision that we know everything that we want to know about that particular topic. So one of the questions that came across um, recently is a question that I got asked that was, how do we clearly articulate our mission to our team? So this is a worship leader asking the question, how do we clearly articulate our mission to our team? Now, let me tell you where this is coming from. It was about a broader conversation about values. So um, we were talking about excellence and creativity and authenticity and humility and all that. And we, and we came across the value of unity. Now, unity is a value that holds all other values together. And one of the reasons is because the Bible says that unity is a prerequisite to the very things that make church, church. The whole Christian experience is all about unity. Uh, you know, we learn in Psalm 133 that the anointing oil of the Holy Spirit, like the, the presence and power of the Holy Spirit is brought on in the context of unity. Evangelism is brought in in the context of unity when Jesus prays for us and he says, you know, may they be one as we are one so that others will believe that you sent me. That's evangelism. That's in the context of unity. And Unity is the reason for evangelism, and it's the background for evangelism. Worship, uh, the Bible says, um, uh, Paul writes about that, where he, he wants us to have unity and to be unified so that we can together worship the Lord and give our hearts to Him. And so uh, we see that evangelism, anointing, worship, and even blessing, they all come from the context of unity. And so we're having this conversation uh, about that. And so they're like, well, how do we articulate our mission to the team? Now, um, the reason that that question came up is because what is unity in the first place? Well, a lot of times people think that unity is basically getting people together and people getting along, right? We haven't had any fights this week. Nobody had to leave band practice and go, you know, fight each other. No sound people and no drummers and sound people got into it. Uh, <laughs> you know, in a fist fight or anything between services. So we must be in unity. But unity is actually bigger than that. Unity is relationship plus mission. And in fact, a shared mission drives relationship way more than relationships drive mission. And an example of this is uh, like when you go on a mission trip, right? Uh, I don't know if you've been on mission trips before. I've been on a bunch of them. And 
Uh, we used to every year when I was a part of a, a church in Texas, uh, we used to every year go down into Mexico uh, and, you know, some people would do vacation Bible schools. Some people would build a church building. You know, we do other activities and maybe build a parsonage or renovate something. And we had a lot of things going on that we would go do when we went out to Mexico. Well, um, it was always interesting to me because we would take everywhere, everything from teenagers all the way up to, you know, to people that are 80, 90 years old on these mission trips. And it was really interesting to me that people that were 16 years old or 65 years old, or, you know, people that drove a truck and lived on a farm or people that drove a BMW and lived downtown, like all of these people would go on this trip together and they would normally not have conversations, not have relationships. But the mission that they shared led to really great relationships. Now, the relationship would have never led to the shared mission, but the shared mission that they experienced to do the vacation Bible school or build the building or whatever brought them together into really close relationships. And when we'd come back from those trips, they would be really great friends and they would continue to be friends because for a moment in time, they shared a mission. So if we're going to be unified as a team, you know, the band, the tech team, the rest of the creative arts team. If we're going to be unified, then we have to be unified around a mission. We have to be unified around a mission. So when the person asked, how do we clearly articulate a mission to our team? It wasn't just because they wanted to have a mission statement on the wall. They wanted to have mission because they wanted to have unity. And they wanted to have unity because they wanted to have the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And they wanted to have evangelism uh, blowing up in their church. And they wanted to have worship just be like a huge, great expression uh, of of everybody's hearts towards God. And they wanted to have the blessing of God. And so it went all the way back to mission. I love that. So it was a great question. So. I wanted to answer that question today in this podcast. How do I clearly articulate my team's mission? And so first thing I want to say is we need to have a mission, right? We need to have a mission first. And I've asked a lot of worship leaders, you know, what their team mission is. And uh, I got to be honest, most worship leaders don't have a team mission, don't know what a team mission could possibly be, except for what the overarching church mission is. In fact, some of the conversations that I've had with worship leaders have been, um, you know, I don't know if, uh, you know, I'm not sure if I can even have a mission because we have the church's mission. So wouldn't that be in conflict with the church's mission if the creative arts team had a mission that we shared? But I would suggest to you that you maybe find a mission that you feel is led by God and you adopt it um, and adopt it one that is specifically about what that team's role is in the greater mission of the church. So like every church has some, you know, mission statement or most big churches or most small churches, most church plants, like churches have mission statements. And there's lots of great resources out there on writing mission statements. So we don't need to hash that out right now. But all I want to say is keep it simple. That's all I would say. All right. So, um, so the church mission is basically, you know, for the whole overarching church, but then your particular ministry of worship, creative arts, whatever it is, you can have a mission that fits into that. So let me let me uh, kind of flesh that out a little bit. So um, 
you know, there's a lot of mission statements. Churches have like reach everyone everywhere. I've heard that before, you know, like, you know, make fully devoted followers. You know, I've heard that a lot. I was looking online today and I saw one that said calling the Christian ish to become passionate servants of Christ, calling the Christian ish to become passionate servants of Christ. I love that. I thought that was cool. So I thought I'd use that as an example. So the question is, how does this team fit into that? How does your team fit into a mission statement like that? Well, I would say ask your pastor, you know, discuss this with him and whatever your mission might be, the church's mission might be, and then say, look, how do we fit into that? What would be what would be some good examples? And let's kick it around a little bit and make sure he's on board with you. I think if that was my church's mission, calling the Christianists to become passionate servants of Christ, um, I think I would say that maybe my worship team's mission would be you know, help the Christian-ish connect deeply with Jesus on Sundays or something like that. Um, because I think that what I think that what we can do with our team is pretty much the most of the mission of a music team, a tech team, a worship creative arts team is around that Sunday experience, you know, most of the time. And certainly there's other things in other churches where that's not the rule. But for the most part, that that mission statement for your team can be focused on what is the goal for that weekend experience. And so um, so as you kind of start to think about that, keep it simple, have it fit perfectly into what it is that your church's mission statement might be already. And um, and, and then uh, make sure the pastor's okay with it and establish what that mission is. So in order to articulate it clearly, we have to know what it is, right? And so then we start articulating whatever that mission might be. And, you know, one simple mission statement that that we have just had around our lives for a really long time in churches is go to God and take others with you. That's it. Go to God, take other people with you. And, And so the first thing to do in articulating a mission is say it over and over again. You know, People say that vision leaks. Well, the memory of mission also leaks. People just forget. So just all the time, hey, God, we're going, guys, we're going to God and we're taking other people with us today. Let's do that. You know, when we pray, you know, God, uh, before service, Lord, help us today to just come to you, connect with you and to bring other people with us. Or, um, you know, just when you're high-fiving people, fist-pumping people on the way out onto the stage, hey, guys, let's go to God today. Let's go to God and let's take other people with us. With, with us. And then so in addition to just saying it a lot and praying it a lot and things, also celebrate it when you see it, right? Tell stories that people tell you. Um, man, any email or text or after church uh, comment that I've ever gotten, man, I have always passed it along. You know, when that person comes up to you and says something about the, you know, quote unquote worship, I, I always remember that. Like when somebody says, man, that like I was really touched today, I was really moved today, or I really connected with God today. When they say that, man, I just remember that. I write it down or something. And the next time I'm with the team or even that afternoon, I'll text them and say, guys, let me tell you, today was a win. And here's why. Because this person, you know, Bill said that they connected with Jesus in a profound way today. Way to go. So we celebrate that. Now I want to say something about what people usually say. (laughs) Um, You know, a lot of people in the in the, in your crowd and your congregation probably have a hard time articulating, you know, that God moved them. And so, uh, you might hear a lot of times, Hey, that was great music today. And when people say that, I don't typically pass that along because I'm not, I don't want great music to be the mission of our team. It's not quite strong enough. So, um, 
but I may do it in passing. You know, if they say something like, man, that drum beat was really great today. I may just, you know, go to the drummer personally and go, Hey man, you got a fan out there and they just think you're a good drummer. So keep up the great work or whatever. But most people, and this happens all the time. Most people say something like, man, I love the worship. I really, and what's even funnier is when they say, I love your worship. I'm like, okay, I don't really know what that means. And what I typically try to do is ask a follow-up question. So I'm like, well, tell me about that. Like, what did you love about it? And or how did it help you today? You know, when someone just says, I love the worship, I always want to find out what they mean. But here's what I think they almost always mean. They just don't know how to say it. But it means that they felt God. You know, they felt something, they experienced something like, I love the worship today because it helped me connect with Jesus. And, and they just don't necessarily have the language for that. So I'll go to the team and say, look, this woman, she said she was able to worship today. She loved the response to God that her heart gave because of the good work that you guys did. That is a win. So. Not only are we articulating it all the time, man, we are celebrating it when we see it. Another thing is I think we're measuring against it, okay? So, you know, people celebrate what they think the mission is no matter what, and they measure against it. You know, businesses that the mission is to make a bunch of money, they measure against it. If the mission of your church is to grow more people, you're going to measure, you know, how many seats people are sitting in seats. Um, if the mission of an organization is to help, you know, like a nonprofit is to help more and more homeless people, then they're going to count the number of homeless people that they help, right? So if our mission is something like going to God and taking other people with us, at the end of the service as a leader, are you thinking through what to say to your team as you give them that fist pump? or that handshake, or just that glance, and you say, great job. Like, have you thought about what that means? Because remember, your team is paying attention to what you say, and they're paying attention to what comes out of your mouth. Like, it's a really critical moment. And if you say, hey, guys, great service. That sounded amazing. Great playing. Man, you killed it. Then what they're going to hear from you is that the mission is to sound good and to play well and to hit the transitions and to be tight with the music. And so we say things like, man, you really nailed that hard part, guys. We worked so hard and you nailed it. Where those harmonies were just spot on, way to go. What they hear is that you're measuring musical quality more than you're measuring um, life change or worship that takes place in people's lives. And so they're going to react with, I guess the mission is for us to sound better and better. The mission is for us to practice harder and harder. And those are great things and we should do those things. But what I'm saying is in that moment, right when they're done, they're looking for affirmation to what is most important to you as a leader. So use that opportunity. Use that opportunity. And sometimes it's okay to say, just thank you. You know, if you don't have anything, because I mean, sometimes you want to say, man, guys, did you see, did you feel the presence of God today like I did? Like the spirit was here. Did you sense that? Or to, or to just say, man, did you see the response? Man, there was, that was a louder singing than I ever heard. Like people were 
this seemed like to me that people were giving their their hearts away. Guys, good job. Way to work hard towards the mission. We not only experienced God, but the people, man, they went to God with us today. So think about that moment. And if there's nothing much to say, it's just like a normal week or whatever. It's also okay to just say thank you, man. Hey, thank you for serving Jesus today. Drummer, guitar player, singer, choir. Thank you for serving Jesus. Thank you for the hard work. Thank you for sacrificing and practicing and being available. Like, I'm thankful that I got to play with you today, to sing with you today. God used you today. Even if, you know, even guys, if you don't know how God used the team, you know that God used the team. So you can say thank you and tell them that God used them. That's always a great response if you don't have anything specific. But listen, if I say, man, I really sensed, I really sensed God's presence today. I saw people engaged. And like, did you, did you sense that? Did you feel that today? Let me tell you what people are going to hear, what your team is going to hear really clearly, loud and clear, crystal clear, is that the mission is that people, we connected with God and the people that are out there listening also connected with God. Now, one last thing I want to say on this. So we basically got those three things, right? So we want to overstate the mission, right? Well, we want to first have a mission. (laughs) Then we want to overstate the mission. And then we want to um, celebrate the mission when we see it. And then we want to measure against the mission when we tell people, how are we doing? How are we doing today? Everybody wants to know, how are we doing today? You know, how is church today? That's the question, right? You always get, how is church today? How do you answer that? We talk about that forever, but make sure you know how to answer it. Because most of the time people are asking how many people were there today. Did you have a big crowd? How was the offering? You know, that sort of thing. But if you know what the mission is and people say, how is church today? You'll know how to answer the question. So last thing I want to say, people are going to, if we don't, um, if we don't articulate a clear mission and celebrate it and measure against it, then people will come up with their own mission. They will. If there's a void of clarity on what the mission is, then everyone will come up with their own mission and then you'll have competing missions. So one person's going to say, well, it sounded good. That was the mission. And another person's going to be like, hey, we're we're getting to the point where we can record albums. That's our mission. Another, another person's going to be like, hey, we're the best you know, the best choir in town or the best band in town or whatever, where the tech person is going to be like our, you know, our mission is to have the best sound system that we could, that we can have in the whole, in the whole city. Um, you know, somebody in lights is going to be like, you know, we know we won when the lights hit the cues and the targets at exactly the right time and all that kind of stuff. And ultimately we're going to have competing missions. And you may see that right now on your team. You may have uh, various people who just think a win looks like, looks like different things. And what I want to say to you is this, as the leader of the team, if you're the leader of the creative arts team, the worship team, it is your responsibility. It is your responsibility to set the mission and to articulate the mission and to celebrate the mission and then to reinforce the mission by measuring success against it. That makes sense? We need to be proactive on this. We need to be leaders on this. We've got, we are the only ones that can be. And so I just want to encourage you with that today. I got asked that question a few weeks ago by a worship leader. Um, how do we get that? How do we get that mission into the hearts of the people on the team? And so I think those are some good ways. So hopefully that's been helpful. Hopefully you can do more with less because of that. And uh, look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. Thanks. God bless.